This is Inside the Peloton on Over the Top Cycling. I'm your host, George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado. Checking in from Spain is Team Sky's Ian Boswell following the time trial. How are you doing, Ian? Good, George. Yeah, I finished up the first and only individual time trial this Vuelta and kind of now into the final final stretch of four four more road days. So what was the time trial like? I know we talked about this quite a bit yesterday as far as the uh, Team GC where did you end up in the hierarchy of Team Sky on uh, time trial results? Uh, thankfully, I wasn't one of the riders selected to to have to give it a, a go today, um, so I was able to you know not really have too much stress or anything this morning. But we went out and did a an early ride just to kind of recon some of the course, and then uh, you know still did the warm up and everything like everyone else. But I was able to kind of just get around, and you know it still wasn't easy by any means just because of the fatigue of the legs as well and you know there is a time cut um but it's actually also a good practice for me to just go out and you know do a time trial and you know kind of blow the rest day out of my legs as well after an easy day yesterday but um as far as the team we uh we lost some time on the team gc so this battle is getting getting tight so what is it when you're going into a time trial like that i mean you've still got to have some butterflies and everything (laughs) But your focus really is not on a specific time other than you want to make the time cut off? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you still want to do a decent performance. And I think, you know, for someone like myself, you know, being a younger rider and, you know, having ambitions of being a GC rider, you know, and maybe grand tours to come or week-long stage races to come, you know, it's really good to kind of go through the routine of everything. You know, the pre-morning ride, you know, pre-meal, you know, timing everything correctly, when do you get on the trainer, what do you do on the trainer, you know, making sure you get to the start on time, you know, what are you focusing on on the course. Um, so kind of for me just running through all the kind of the, you know, almost like a training day, I guess, you know, you're still racing and you know, I'm still giving a, a good effort. I think I still did 320 watts for, for the 52 minutes that it took. Um, so it's still not a, wasn't an easy effort, but it's, you know, a manageable effort physically. Um, but it's more just not having that, you know, mental stress of having to, you know, nail every turn and, you know, have the kind of butterflies, I guess, of, you know, having pressure on your shoulders. Now, do you have a follow car the entire time? Yeah, everyone on our team has a follow car, especially in a course like today when it's 38K. You know, if you have a mechanical, you have to make sure you have a, a follow car with a spare bike and everything. So I had a follow car as yeah. well as everyone else on the team. So is someone talking to you kind of the whole time? How does that work? Where are they? What kind of information are they giving you, or do you not want somebody talking with you? Well, usually we have a you know car. You know, the follow car has a radio and it's giving you directions on your know, trends coming up or time splits, and you know even just reminding you things to keep your head down and stay arrow, or you're, you know you're getting caught or you're catching someone. Um, but today I opted out of a radio. You know, I think just being disengaged in the race and. The um, the director following me said, "You know, if you don't want to have one, you don't really need it. You know, just if it's if it's less stress to not have one." Um, so I actually didn't have a radio today. It was the first time trial I've done in quite some time without a radio, but it was nice just to be able to kind of ride it and you know listen to listen to my body and you know try to you know think about what I would be doing if I was you know on the limit. And you, know, you still pick up a lot of tips even doing a time trial at not a full pace. 
Oh, and you've already ridden the course, or you rode it this morning, so you really didn't need directions? No, but I think, you know, when you're actually out there and you're in the game, you know, things change from, even from the morning, you know, depending on how they vary the course or the wind direction, or, you know, if there's a rider, you know, you're catching up to a rider, the rider's catching you, you know, just to be able to know, you know, you don't want to get caught in the turn or catch someone in the turn, so just kind of pacing things like that. Um, you know, and also when you're on the limit, sometimes you don't really remember the, the turns as much as you did in the, in the pre-race ride. <laughs> So you lost a little time on the team GC. What is that uh, taking you into tomorrow? How is that affecting your strategy and your planning? Well, yeah, we're down to I think a minute and four seconds on the team GC, um, and unfortunately, Mia they lost some time in the time trials well and dropped down from fifth to, to ninth on GC. Um, but the race is, I guess, exciting because Dumoulin won the time trial and took a bunch of time out of all the GC riders rivals. Uh, so now he's only two seconds, I think, ahead of Fabio Aru, which and means, you know, Astana has a lot to race for. So it's going to be some really aggressive racing, which, you know, could really benefit us. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, especially a stage like tomorrow is like 200K and a hard Cat 1 climb just before the finish. So it's uh, going to be a day where we need all the riders to be up for it and helping each other out to try to take this competition but not a mountaintop finish no i don't believe we have any more mountaintop finishes but that doesn't mean they're easy stages i think tomorrow it's a cat one climb and then a 10k descent to the finish so not a mountaintop finish but as close as it gets i guess so four more days of the vuelta to go correct yeah they're and everyone's saying oh it's only three and a half because the last day is easy but I've heard that it's it's not easy and then it's still a sprint finish so it'll I'm sure be hard especially if there's you know time bonuses to be taken if the GC is still tight it could be a full race on Sunday night yeah saying it's easy sounds like oh yeah you, you, you can't get lost out there <laughs> yeah I guess you know it's, it's nice you know you know four days to go you know if I was on a different team with different ambitions you know you could kind of just sail through these next four days you know but it's it's nice to still have something to, to be riding for, you know, helping Nieve stay in the top 10. And then with the Team GC, it's, you know, it's motivating to still feel like there's a lot of racing to be had. And are you still sit, staying in the same area, though, the same hotel? Uh, we're in Burgos again tonight and then back to the well, the transfers tomorrow with a transfer in the morning and a two-plus-hour transfer after the stage. So back on the road. Transfer in the morning and after. Wow. Um, but Madrid yeah. is visible now, correct? Madrid. Uh, I think we have a couple more couple more long transfers. You do? Okay. <laughs> well, Ian, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, great chatting with you about today's time trial and look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. Okay, thanks, George. Inside the Peloton on Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.